This is the Dare You Project, a safe space where people of color can share their stories through a Dear You letter written so that you, the listener, knows that you are not alone. I am your host, PJ Ryan, and once again, welcome to the Dear You Project. Hey guys, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dear You Project. I am your host, PJ Ryan, and welcome to day 10. So here's what I'm going to do with this one. I was originally going to separate these two entities in in the next level of forgiveness. However, they are one and the same. Relationships come in all different forms. They can also mold you in different ways. No matter if it's platonic or romantic, a relationship is a relationship. And sometimes you need to learn to forgive those who have hurt you in order for you to move on. So here's this letter and we'll chop it up right on after. Dear you, I gave you this title because that's who I thought you were to me. I thought you had my back when I needed, but I see now who I really was. It appears that I was kept around to be the butt of the joke. I was kept around to either be the life of the party or to make you look good. I was even kept around to overcome whatever trauma that you have gone through, but never really faced. And I was happy to be around you so happy that even I knew that there were moments where I shouldn't, but I always wanted to do what was best for you. What about what it was that I needed? So I kept these feelings to myself and never expressed them. And when it did, boy, let me tell you, it came out like a California fire, scorching every bit of existence in its path. I was infuriated. I was at a point where I was ready to drop it all and leave it all behind. And so I did. I made a decision to do what was best for me without a word or even a hint. I just backed away and let it go. Or so I thought. And that pain and heartache I felt may not have been in my clear eyesight, but it rang like church bells banging loudly for the whole world to hear through my actions and the words that I would use to recollect what had really happened, from my perspective, of course. Now you see this long path I have been on for self-discovery, I've wanted nothing more than atonement for your behavior. Even if you thought you were right, I didn't care. I wanted acknowledgement and I wanted to hear it. From the mountaintops, I wanted to know that the world knew that you did me wrong. But really, that was just me living in ego. It actually had nothing to do with you, but more to do with me reliving my own past drama and trauma. Never once, well, actually hardly ever, did I look at it from the vantage point of your broken heart. Regardless if I was right or wrong, all I really wanted to hear was an actual 
genuine apology. It never came the way I wanted it or thought I needed it. It was always mingled with the expressions of blame and complicated levels of responsibility masked in excuse after excuse. And how could it? Because by that time you were already furthest from my reach, but residing in my mind. You made an unknowing home in a space that was reserved for peace. It was designated for my happiness, but I was too concerned with my pain to really care about yours. The moment I started sitting in this one truth is the moment I realized, hmm, maybe I was the jerk. Maybe I was the one who wasn't right for you in whatever space you deemed appropriate to label me. I realized that in order to liberate myself from that, that tyranny of living in that traumatic time period of my life, I had to do one thing and that was to forgive you. It took me a while to understand the difference between wanting to forget and needing to forgive. Truth is, I've been trying to forget, but baby, I was horrible at it. Whenever your name was brought up, it was like Celine Dion, and it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me now. That was the problem right there. The moment I started floating on the wings of forgiveness, I began to move forward with my own emotional healing. I began to see you as you were, a flawed human being who was capable of doing the unimaginable, making a mistake. <laughs> who am I to tell you you can't make a mistake? Because you're not your mistakes. You're not your choices. And I had to see that. And I also had to believe it. So now that I do, I am able to let my walls down and allow someone to hold space in that parking spot that was once yours. I'm now able to trust again or working at it. I'm able to befriend others or building towards it. And most of all, I'm able to love again. I used to think it was impossible, but embracing forgiveness has truly proven that wrong. Because here I am, happy and ready for the next step, whatever that may be. So I forgive you. I hope that you forgive me. So here's what I've learned. If you do not release the pain and anger and move past that dwelling of old hurts and betrayals, you will be allowing the ones who hurt you to live rent free in your mind reliving forever the prosecution that that original incident started now release does something that is critically important it allows you to let go of the burden the silent tax that's weighing you down eating away at your chance for happiness you can't constantly blame the past for what's going on in the present and your present if it's living only in the past What's about to happen in your future? You are setting yourself up for failure. So here's an example. Here's a few examples, actually. So this letter was written for friends that I have had, friends that I've had to let go, and also written for relationships, plural, mind you. 
So for any of my friends that may be listening or any of my past relationships may be listening, understand that I'm not speaking directly to you individually, but I'm speaking to you guys as a whole. So if you feel hit, go ahead, holla. But I'm not really talking about you. So the example is. I had a group of friends. Now, this is when we're going to get a little personal I had a group of friends and. I adored hanging out with them. I I needed that brotherhood and it felt good. However, there were some times when I realized that their jokes. They weren't really funny because they were actually beginning to hurt. And no matter how many times I said, hey, that's not funny or like you can tell I'm uncomfortable, they persisted. So what did I do? I've, I, I, I ran. I said, you know what? I'm good. And by doing that without having a resolution to those conversations, to those friendships, it took me a long time to let other people label me as their friend. Well, they can label me as their friend, but are you my friend was the question. The older you get, the less friends you need. This is something that we all have heard. And the older you get, you'll see it's true. I wish that things would have been different with the group of friends that I had before. And for any of you who are listening. I do miss you guys. However, where you guys sat in my life was for a period of my life and things have changed. A lot of y'all refused to see me as I am and only wanted to see me as I was. That part hurt. So I let it go. Now, here's the thing with friendships. The whole thing is the friendships can be over. You can get new friends takes time to actually build a friendship, but hey, that's what happens. So if someone is betraying your friendship, yes, forgive them for that action. That song goes, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know it because they are not you unless you vocalize it. Me, I vocalized, but I also kept a lot of things in to keep the peace because nobody wants to see me go off. And that's not something I'm really proud of. I've had a lot of moments and I've made a fool out of myself a lot of times. So understand that I'm not perfect. So I understood that. Now, the other examples are my previous relationships. I think I've said this earlier Uh, This may sound odd, but I've said before about how survivor's guilt is real. And for a long time, I was angry at my first partner who passed away. And I had to forgive him because it's not anything that he had control over. God just saw it. It was his time to be called home. I was so mad for so long. So that's not really the forgiveness I'm speaking of. That's really me forgiving myself for holding on to that 
level of pain for so long. Because again, when you invite love in, you invite the idea of getting your heart broken. There are relationships that have come after without going into too many details. I've had a pretty similar track where instead of resolution, instead of trying to fix the problem, I would just get up and go. And even when I tried to fix it, if it wasn't, I just stopped fighting. That's basically it. And I've been single for a long time, almost a decade. And it wasn't until this year, well, actually two years ago, prior prior to COVID, but remember COVID had us sitting inside thinking the world was about to end and everything just was replaying in the head. But I remember that I was I was learning how to forgive all the all the transgressions from everyone who's hurt me. And I don't hold any ill will feelings towards my previous partners. I loved them. That will never change. But what has changed is the level of understanding of what had to be done and why it was done. And now that I am furthest removed from all of those previous situations and now in a 10 years later, and I mean just 10 years later being 10 years single, and now finally letting my walls down and allowing someone to like get to know me and love me and show me that they're, they're good and even let them show me their bad side without me being terrified of previous situations. And I think it really came for me when I'm really starting to forgive everyone that has hurt me. And I usually say it just like this. I get it. And that's the thing. I actually get it. I, when you're able to see something from the outside perspective, from a different angle other than your own hurt, there's a lot of doors that open up. There's a lot of reasons that never made sense before makes all the sense now. So I hope you guys actually learn that you don't have to hold on to the pain. Please let it go, guys. Please, it is it is not helpful for you or for anyone. Because here's the thing. Resentment. Resentment is a bitch. Excuse my language. I think I've only cussed twice since I started this this series, but it's serious. When you resent someone, it's more about ego. From my perspective, again, I may listen to this years down the line and see a different perspective, which is what life is. We change. We grow. But one of the biggest problems I've come to find is that holding those feelings of resentment 
it really puts you in a deep, dark place. Grudges, they're not cool. Because number one, you let that shit fester long enough. It can lead to depression, anxiety, cardiovascular issues, immune system issues, and you become higher risk for a stroke or a heart attack. So if you want to learn to live right, start forgiving. And here's a few things that I had to do. Write down three ways your hurt feelings have impacted and or are still impacting your life. Like really pay attention to these little details. Gain awareness of the emotions you experience from that hurt. Find a way to dislodge yourself from those negative emotions. Separate yourself. Whether it's therapy, whether it's yoga, whether it's going to the gym, running, changing your food habits, becoming a foodie, traveling, find ways to separate the two. And then take small steps to letting go of these grudges. One by one, bit by bit. You don't have to do it all at one time. Here's something that's harder for a lot of people to do. And I've been guilty of this, which is take responsibility for your part in the conflict. Now, I will always say, yes, I could see your side. Yes, I could see your side. But am I actually living in your side? Seeing it and understanding it is two different things. Because if you see it, all you're seeing is what you see. And then instead, but that's not the truth. But I can still see it. But can you feel it? Can you understand what it feels like? To be in that position. I don't know how many of y'all are the type of person who rereads, who scrolls through text messages, who scrolls through social media, who does all, who constantly puts yourself in this, this box where it's festering and it's growing. Process what happened briefly and that will allow you to let resentment go so you can move on and find a healthy relationship. Now... This is hard too, but to accept people, accept people for who they are, where they are. You know that, that, that saying, you know that saying that says, meet me halfway. Let's not meet each other halfway. Meet me where I am. Because I see you where you are and I let, let me, and it's, that is something that is difficult. And I'll say that now and I'll be honest, that's something difficult now. And I'm learning how to do it better. At this age, I'm learning. I see it now. I see it a little clearer. So, and through all of this, this like starts the cycle of forgiveness. And with this layer of forgiveness, whether with friendships and relationships, because remember every relationship, no matter if it's platonic or romantic, has a, has a major effect and affect on your psyche, on your health and what your heart can and can't take going forward, how you handle other people and then how you see yourself, how you see yourself worth. So start forgiving others. It may not be easy, but try. And if you think you can't, I'm going to say this again, speak to someone. 
find a licensed therapist that can help you through this. And if anything I have said hits a chord with you, re-listen to this episode and all the other episodes and then analyze yourself. Is this me? And if the answer is yes, that's okay. It's just time to actually get up and do the work.